0: dogs swab the decks and hoist the sails the guns on board be needing some proper madam pieces of eight and a fine wench on your arm if you work be not too shoddy careful not to flounder too badly though or you may have to dance the and jig as we see you to davy jones the Jeffy, my boy on with the show
1: Welcome, everybody, friends, folks, foes, and fellow pirate mates, to this week's Friday night feature installment of Pirate Radio Podcasts. It's show number one hundred and ninety-five. Myself, your host, is always Robin Hood's chief communications officer, Jaffe Ryder. We have got something quite special in some ways in store for you here, this go-round. We had a cancellation at the last moment, pretty much. So Penny Bradley has stepped up to the plate, and she is going to be able to fill the void, as it were. I think the stars really were in some very uh, auspicious alignment when it comes right down to it here. We'll see how this all plays out and let you, the listener, be the judge. But uh, right from the top here, this week we present to you one of those truly out-of-this-world stories from a military... Laboratories hybrid to touring Montauk time tunnels and waging war in outer space for 50 years. Penny Bradley's story could easily find itself played out within the pages of a best-selling science fiction novel. Kidnapped at the age of four, she claims to have been taken to Langley, Virginia, for both mind fracture and weaponization of her psi abilities. But this is just the start of her mind-blowing adventures. Arriving on Mars through a New York jump gate, she was trained as a Nachtwaffen fighter pilot in the war with both Green Reptilians and Mantids. Later transferred to Dark Fleet, she became a navigator in a space freighter for about 25 years. Eventually, she was age regressed, mind-wiped, and time traveled back to her place of origin. Since her return to us here, back on Earth, she studied mathematics, computers, and microbiology. Married with three full-grown children, she struggled to readapt to ordinary life. With age regression, sickness starting in 1981, she was mostly able to soldier on until arsenic uh, poisoning nearly killed her some 20 years later. Since this time, she's had to contend with a number of other no-nonsense health issues. Thankfully, however, not all has been doom and gloom. In fact, since around 2013, Penny has miraculously been able to recover many of her past life's most colorful off-planet memories. Believe it or not, make of it what you will. This is the adventurous space, secret space program story of Nock waffen pilot Penny Bradley. We're going to get to her in just a moment. Before we do, though, as always, just to remind listeners, WPRPN is the website you'll want to drop by. Sign up is free. Our email is simply pirate1radio at protonmail.com if you have any PayPal donations you'd like to make. We're always open to those, of course, and very much appreciative anytime we find something in that order coming our way. Uh, do be sure to check out our Patreon Help out with the tip jar over there. Patreon.com forward slash WPRPN. And Mines.com, the digital tokens. That's really what supplies the wind for this flagship's sails. If you have any... Rather, if this is all beyond your means, however, we really just appreciate if you're able to Share the links, leave comments, upvotes, likes, if you find what we do is of any benefit or value to you. And as always, remember to subscribe and hit the notification buttons wherever you happen to find us in social media. We've only got about 25 more subscriptions to go here with... YouTube and finally we'll be able to monetize something that penny I noticed just managed to achieve the other day she's up to a thousand so maybe now is a good time to invite her into the conversation um, congratulations penny that's that you know good on you and um, I don't know like how long you haven't had your channel around for too long, have you? How did you manage to achieve that so quickly? I've only been content since Thanksgiving, uh, which is for your that's in oh, stand by. Hang on just a second. There we go. Okay, we had a bit of a, a technical glitch there. We're still streaming, but no, your channel is muted. You're saying you've only had content available since Thanksgiving. I've, You've only been uploading since
2: Thanksgiving. I've only had uh, my own original content since Thanksgiving. Before that, what I had was a playlist of all the interviews that people had had me in. And YouTube sent me a <clears throat> email, official email, saying, you have to upload something or we're going to delete you. So I thought about well, what can I do? So I started having chats with friends, and since I admin a group for people like myself with memories from space, um, it's just a matter of finding who's already public and willing to talk to sit down for for an hour or two chat. And I don't run them like interviews, I run them like like two veterans sitting around bullshitting. So you get things that would not normally come out in something where you're sitting there scared to death, you're gonna say the wrong thing. But um, I've gotten a lot of, of good feedback on it. And I did have a man from Russia his name's Alexander Tsierkasov, and he did a set of 12 podcasts with me starting in December, and I think we went into February, where, where he wanted me to go in-depth about my experiences because He runs a similar Facebook group in Russia for people who have memories of being in space. This is not a purely English-speaking phenomenon. This is worldwide. And I had no idea I was known in Russia until he approached me. So um, that that was pretty spectacular from my point of view. And... We had an agreement. They were on his Patreon, and he was charging pay-per-view. And at six months, I got copies of the videos and put them on my YouTube, so they're now available for free. The English versions. The Russian versions are still only on his Patreon. Um, Cosmic Conscience is what he calls it. But... I don't know what that is in Russian. I don't speak Russian. Um, but I'm pretty proud of the content. And it, it's funny, the comments that have been made about how he wanted to direct me in into what he already believed instead of what I actually experienced. And by the end, he gave up and stopped editing me. <laughs> So that was that was funny amusing so,
1: so he thought if i if I'm getting this right, then he he was assuming that he knew his story better than you, and it ended up with him as if he was putting words in your mouth, trying to i i think i yeah i think i i I get what you're, that happens, what you're driving out there
2: that happens a lot because there are so many people out there already talking about their experiences. Mm-hmm. And then you deal with, with the propaganda after World War II, because I, I served with the Germans in space. I didn't serve with Americans. And so I saw a different side of those people than what the propaganda says there should be. And so I'm telling a completely different story, and and the cognitive dissonance kicks in. It's they simply cannot fathom that I'm telling the truth, because it couldn't possible they couldn't possibly be just German people. They have to be Nazis. Well, they're just German people in space. <laughs> yeah, they still wear. The black and the gray and the white uniforms, because they're German people, and those are German uniforms. You know, they still use some of the symbols, because those have German symbols for thousands of years. But they're not Nazis. And getting people, even in my own community, to wrap their heads around that is just like, you can't change their mind with a baseball bat. <laughs> So that, yep. that's probably a bad place for us to start. Um, what, what I usually do is a brief overview of what, what I experienced, but you described that pretty well in, in your lead in. Um, and one of the things that people should understand is that all of us, whether we call ourselves super soldiers or a secret space program, all of us have been through that initial trauma torture to create alters because the agencies involved wanted to be able to use us without us being able to point the finger at them and say, they did it.
1: Okay, I, because- gotta, I gotta stop you right there because you're, you're throwing out this term alter, which that to me, I, I saw that pop up continually. In with the with the interviews you were doing your you know your bio material and that sort of thing and that just went completely over my head so we're gonna need some explanation as to what these altars consist of but before we do that why don't we just back things up a little bit because uh, we might as because it leads right into what we're what we're um, trying to trying to better explain here this altar business that you were kidnapped. Is this, the way the story goes is that supposedly you were kidnapped at the age of four, and there's there's a, mm-hmm. as people might expect, we've heard it all before. These the bloodlines really is what it comes down to that whole business, that yeah. whole tie-in. So you can you can share with our audience um, how that basically works within your family, but uh, Langley, Virginia, where exactly? What, Langley, Virginia. This is some sort of military uh, facility. It's an Air
2: Force base, right? It, it's an Air Force base, and at the time, it was the headquarters for the CIA. And while I was there, they built their their magnificent building that you see. The floor in a lot of photos
1: 1959, Uh, this is 1959
2: 1959 was Mm -hmm. when that building was constructed and that was the year that I was taken yes folks, I'm 64 years old so um, I'm telling a story that is from when I was much younger and I was not old and disabled in those days and So people need to get over the idea that I have stayed young and pretty forever because that doesn't happen to anybody. So um, that has come up in in other interviews too. So um, I'm part of a bloodline. I'm not in the main part where they have money and power. I'm descended from a daughter who was married off to a knight who's had more than one son and I'm descended from one of the younger sons who had nothing to inherit.
1: And this goes directly back to the Knights Templar, does it not?
2: This goes directly back to the Scythian kings from 3,000 years ago. But yeah, the Knights Templar are part of the story. I have family family back in time, not—my current family right now, if you've read The Grapes of Wrath, that's what my, my grandparents were. I'm not a rich person. I'm not a person with power in the real world. I am a person who, for every appearance, was a, was a total peasant. And I just happen to be good at math. As far as the school system was concerned, they were shocked to find my mental abilities in the public schools. And because my father was part Cherokee, they assumed we were Hispanic. And so they basically dumped me in with all of the farmworker kids. So here was this little blonde girl stuck with the farm worker kids and consistently scoring really high on tests and couldn't sit still and was a total pain in the ass in class. And this is what I was. And I went through my entire school career. I was the the pain in the ass that sat there and asked the questions the teacher didn't want asked. So this is what I've been like all along. And so I lived in, Tulare County, California, and it is a rural area that's completely based on farm labor. And that's what we were. We were farm labor. My dad worked on a dairy, and he would preach for the Church of Christ on Sundays. So I was raised in the Church of Christ, which our version of it was a cult, and you did not marry outside of it. And there were Strange rules about behavior that I've had trouble explaining to other people. And he, the dairies that he worked on were owned by people from the Azores. And so he spoke Portuguese at work. And he would come home and the other farm labor people all spoke, sp- all spoke Spanish, but it was Mexican Spanish, not Spain Spanish. And. So we had this mix of language until my dad got hurt and we moved away from the dairies, and suddenly mom declared we could only speak English at home. So the Spanish and Portuguese kind of drifted away, and in, in school in those days in California, so we're talking in the 60s, you were required to, to study a foreign language from the age of 10. Tier- ten upwards and they usually taught you Spanish but it was usually someone who didn't speak Spanish trying to teach you Spanish. You understand how futile that was. That's why it was eventually taken out of the law. Was because of the futility of English English only speakers trying to teach Spanish to English only speakers. Meanwhile, you have Spanish only speakers in the classroom who don't understand anything of what's going on. So uh...
1: let's take let's take the uh, the focus. And thank you for that. That was really uh, I have not heard that from you yet to this point. So very. Quite fascinating, of course, and uh, enlightening <laughs> as far as your, your back story was concerned. Uh, it, it's great that you've essentially managed to make it as far as you have, of course, given the, the number of challenges you've had to face, uh, obstacles, well, and so forth. I made, it your through, life.
2: I made it through junior college with a degree in mathematics. And I'm talking calculus and computers. I'm not talking about business machines. Okay. Um, I, tra- I got married. I eventually transferred to San Diego State. I was ma- had a double major of chemistry and microbiology because I was trying to become a pediatrician eventually. Only I ended up catching a virus in a a biology lab I was working in and was unable to continue my studies because of the virus. And I was 24 at the time. So this was very young. And at that point, I tried to figure out what I could do to help support my kids because my husband wouldn't hold a regular job very long. And so I just, I was just doing what I had to to be able to make money to feed the kids. So I did a lot of home health care and housekeeping and I've worked in several offices. And so if you look at my basic level of operation, Socially, I'm poor working class.
1: Right. So I, I think we 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 have got that uh, much established, clear on on that end of things. What I'm curious about, though, is, is two two particular items. First of all, we we still have yet to clear up and really kind of go into the whole Langley mind fracture business, along with the weaponization of your. So-called psi abilities, but an issue number two is how did you manage to be supposedly taken off? Uh, well, I guess you went through a time tunnels, is what what you, what you're telling us here. The way this things work, how does that how does that square with your life in the real world and having to go through all of these uh, experiences and challenges and so forth um, as you age First, I, I'm, I'm just, yeah go have ahead to
2: understand that these black ops programs have time travel that's number one they also have technology that they can put you in a tank and set the computer on the outside for an age and wait and it will conform your physical form to what your DNA says for that age and weight. And so they take you, they keep you for however long, they put you through the age regression machine, they time travel you back to where they took you, and if they do it right, it's less than 15 minutes has elapsed and your family never knows you were gone. So, it's purely a technology. Mm-hmm. Completely a technology, and the CIA has had this technology since the 1950s.
1: Yeah, t- yeah, absolutely. And uh, it to me it, it seems to resonate, and uh, in, in my mind, for whatever reason, I'm no expert in the area, of course, just a general layperson, basically. But uh, I'm immediately thinking MK Ultra, and what I do believe you and Cameron, the famous MK Ultra, well, infamous really, MK Ultra doctor. I'm not sure where he worked out of. I, maybe was it Laval but University, Montreal?
2: But it, cancer, yeah, yeah,
1: but the psychic driving, psychic driving Are you familiar with that term, psychic driving? Yes. Well, might. That's part of my
2: research to find out what happened to me. Um, I had memories of the trauma-based mind control. It wasn't satanic ritual abuse because there was no Satanism to it. It was completely in a laboratory setting and was completely science. There was no religion to it at all but it was exactly the same techniques that the secret societies use on their own children to activate their psi abilities. Now, psionics is a science. It's the same science that people in the population call witchcraft. It's the ability to manipulate energy. Now, it will express itself in different forms depending on your genetic ability to to do things. And this is a completely genetic ability. Some people have it, other people don't. If you don't have it, you can't learn it. If you do have it, you have to be taught how to use it. And that was what a lot of my, my weaponization was, was they tested me to find out what i was capable of doing and then they took those things taught me how to use them in ways that could be applied to to military situations and so i came back to earth with military skills that i had to learn how to apply to to normal life so I do have a firewall installed where that I can only use them if I believe my life is in danger and I've had more than one person decide that they that I have to demonstrate and pretty much short of coming at me with with weapons I can't. So um I have been in situations um I don't know if you know of me, Misha Johnston. She runs a support group for me labs, which is what they call us. Military laboratories, lab rats are me labs. How does that, let me, let, me, let me
1: just ask you, cause this is it's a clarification of terms, my labs. How does that differ from, because I was, I had initially in putting the show together, we had added that uh, that, that term my lab, M I L A B, to the uh, show description end of things. But then I got thinking and for whatever reason I I thought that maybe I was confused because no. doesn't ha, well, but ha, doesn't that also stand for military abductions?
2: It depends on which middle letter you capitalize.
1: Oh if really? You
2: capitalize the L then it's military laboratories. That's my cat in the back.
1: M-I capital L, lowercase a-b.
2: That's for laboratories. If If you capitalize the A, then it's abductions. And they are done by two different agencies. And sometimes they overlap where they use the same assets. That's us they do not consider me to be a person they consider me to be an asset on the level of say a Chevy truck i'm not a person to them i'm an asset somewhere somewhere they have a record of me as a property item in unless they shredded that when the church commission hit most most of the mk ultra Military laboratories records were shredded during the Church Commission in 1975 because the then director of the CIA wanted as little evidence as possible to be turned over to the Senate.
0: Hey Jaffe. Yeah, go uh, ahead. Yeah. Over on uh, YouTube, um, we got the question. Uh, supposed to ask her about Jerry Avalos
1: I saw that yeah coming to us you via from Holidium Labs. Holidium, Holidium Labs That's right yeah yeah uh,
2: Jerry Avalos, Jerry Avalos is a member of a military squad that is from military laboratories
1: uh, we, we've also got now, now.
2: We have had interaction at the, in the past, and um, I'll just leave it at that.
1: Yeah, because what he's adding to this here, and I'm trying to be as diplomatic. As possible, so brace yourself, Penny. It's just, he's no, been
2: pretty nasty to me in the past. Halid,
1: Halidium Labs or Jerry Avalos or, or both. Jerry Avalos. I see. Well, he, he's saying here, ask her about me. She might hang up. So I'm not sure what that's all about. But anyways, so uh, yeah, I, I and I have no idea who Jerry Avalos is at all, frankly. Um, but this
2: community has a lot of people with huge egos that don't want to play well together. And part of that is our programming. Um, we are programmed to not work together so that we cannot unite against the CIA.
1: Makes sense.
0: I, no. I can believe that. that, that compartmentalizing everything is what they do. So yeah, that, that sounds par for the course.
2: That is why they mind fracture us in the first place. Okay. You've asked about it several times and never let me finish. So the process is they take a small child and torture that child until they reach the point where their mind says, I'm going to die or I'm going to live. And if they say, I'm going to live, they create a bubble around the trauma memory and push it away from themselves. And later on, after, after the trauma cools a little bit, that bubble can be programmed to be another identity. And it's still part of the same person, but doesn't share memory. So that bubble can be trained to be an assassin and the main person will never know it's even there. And they were doing this to us on purpose to create those. Now, the year that I was there, eighty in 1959, 80% of the kids that they took died in the first year because the abuse, was the torture was so intense that the kids gave up and died, chose to die rather than live through any more of it. I was one of the ones who survived. Now, by the time they were done with me, I had twenty-two hundred alters. I have worked hard and reintegrated thirty-one of them.
1: These these bubbles, as you as you put it, the the alters A L T E R. As in to change, I suppose, is another way of looking yes. at it. So the word As new, in so.
2: alternate.
1: Uh huh. Okay.
2: The alters are those bubbles that have been trained to be identities or, of their own. Some of them think they're the only person in the body, some of them know they're not. Um, I, I still have episodes where one, one or more will just suddenly take over. And there's one in particular that, that drives my husband insane. He has told me in, in my current self that if that person were not a woman, that he would have punched her. That she's that rude to him. So this is, this is an ongoing problem that all of us in this community have. And that's part of why we have trouble getting along, is because half of them will deny they even have alters, but you watch them on, on camera, and you can watch them switch. If you know what to look for, you you can just watch them switch. And every single one of us has a sex kitten alter, because that's part of the the game that the CIA plays. They, while we are in this traumatic, stuck-in-their-care mode, they traffic us to politicians.
1: Well, and in men, in bringing this whole sex-kitten business up, uh, Project Monarch is the first thing that really comes to mind. Mm-hmm. So are you, what are your thoughts on, on that? Is there
2: a connection? Of course there's a connection. All of these programs are, are intertwined. When you start, they're using the same bodies of assets for as many as 30 to even 100 programs, and they're not t- even talking to each other about it.
1: How many of, um, um, let's just say, America's the population of the USA have actually been uh, made to undergo a similar process as to what you uh, had to contend with and face so many years ago?
2: Um, My understanding understanding is that there have been 150,000 Americans turned over to the Germans in space every year since 1959, and that by itself would be over a million people by now. And less than 1% of them have any memory of it at all because the memory blocking techniques are that effective. And yes, our initial, our initial reaction to remembering is to flat out panic, to cry for help, and there is none because some people in the community enjoy bullying the newbies.
1: Marie? Uh, I'm not sure how to pronounce her last name. o Opekle? Marie o <laughs> Opasil. Many whistleblowers on this topic. SSP, disclosure, is going to hit the fan soon. Better be open-minded and ready for it, is what she is saying. So, there we yeah. go.
2: There are... There are At this point, there are at least 100 of us that are active in and giving interviews. We don't agree on every detail, but considering how we were programmed how we were split into alters and then programmed, it's not surprising that our details are different.
1: Uh, I guess now might be the time to, well... Fifty years in space is is what you seem to recall. And uh, apparently you had not remembered too much of any of your past up until about seven years ago, if I'm not mistaken, is that right?
2: Uh, I was contacted by an NSA agent and I think the proper term is called grooming for the audience. And I was groomed by this man over a couple of years. And when we finally met real world, um, he used my remember code from my mind fracture back at Langley. And I do not know why an NSA agent would have my remember code. And I do not understand why the NSA wanted me to remember. But it worked. And I've been deciphering this lump of memories in German ever since. Um, I mean, I don't know how how else to put it. It's this this big emotional lump, and it's in a language I don't speak very well. I speak it like a small child. I've had people test me by talking to me, and I have no idea what they're saying. I might understand one word in four, but that's not speaking a language. So...
1: So 50 years... What I've, 50 years since, what I've been. Go ahead. What
2: I've been doing is going by what I see in the memories. Going by what uniforms going by what the, the buildings look like going by what the, the the animal life looks like going by what the the countryside looks like and and by the smells and and tastes because i have full spectrum in the memories and i've been trying to figure out what i was remembering and The best I can remember, I remember going on an elevator in New York City. There's a bridge in the background as we go in the front door. Um, I've seen pictures. It's one of the bridges over the Hudson Bay that leads from Long Island to the mainland. And this building is not large. It's not the Empire State Building like people have tried to tell me it was, but it, it's got enough stories that it has an elevator. You get into the elevator, it has two sets of panels. One set is an actual up and down elevator. The other set, they tell you stand in the middle and hold on to each other, and they flip on a switch. The walls go oval and transparent and you're in a wormhole that's moving towards the back of the elevator. And yeah, you're gonna huddle in the middle because the walls disappear. And it takes about 20 minutes to get to Mars and you you come out and there's a desk like at a hotel in front of you. And it says, willkommen in, Mar, in Mars, in German. And that's how the survivors of my class. And I've had a Department of Defense agent tell me I'm the last survivor of the class of 1964. That's what they called this, a class, like it was school. So I was nine years old when I made it to Mars. And my entire group were put into a dorm together, like we were siblings, and the Germans put us in Schola. That's their version of school. They run it Prussian style. You have a desktop, you have a chalkboard and chalk, and you write everything and you say it out loud. And if you say it wrong, you get your hand slapped with the ruler. That's the way the Germans in space run school. And in the process of the 10 years they had me in school, I learned to speak German. I learned their mythic history. I learned their literature, their music. I learned exopolitics. I learned exobiology. I learned self defense against ETs. Um, you remember in one of the Star Trek movies where uh, Data's brother Lore gives a list of ETs and how to kill them in one blow? I was taught that. Um, I was taught by a Draco how to defend myself from the local raptors because Mars does not have just just us there. Mars had four races that were sentient and at least formerly spacefaring of its own. They have so whites, who are really Anunnaki, they have Draco, they have raptors who look like Jurassic Park but have longer arms like humans, and their version of mantids who are really more ant-like rather than praying mantis-like. And then there's a, a human race that has been there since long before we got there, but they are so much like us that the computers think they're us. And that was part of my job was to bring back human remains for regeneration. And I brought back an awful lot of those people because my ship's computer could not tell the difference. But when you look at them, they look like Native Americans, especially like the Apache tribe in southern Southwest America and Mexico. And they dress like the ancient Hindus and their language is very much like Sumerian. So there's already people there. So we, the Germans got to Mars, found everything was already taken by somebody. They were subletting from the Draco who wanted Every so often a a sacrifice of humans for them to eat. And so the Germans decided to make war on the raptors and the mantids to have someplace else to live that they didn't have to give their own people to the Draco. So that was a war that was started in about 1962 and ended in 1990. And... When I was 19, I was put into a fighter plane and I did air surveillance, air cover for ground battles and I did I was supposed to find and take out small raptor nests and I was supposed to bring back deceased human remains and occasionally if I could capture a mantid for interrogation. And when I would capture a mantid, I would usually end up dinner for a spider. And the spiders are not little like on Earth. They're huge, huge. Now, I know people are gonna think I'm exaggerating, but the average size is around nine feet across. just shy of three meters for non-Americans. And I've seen them as big as five meters across. So we're talking some pretty big critters. Uh, Their venom is very, very painful, but you die quickly so the pain stops. And I was chipped into my ship. And so whenever I would I no longer had life signs. The ship would call home, and they would send someone to come get me, and I would wake up in the regeneration tank. So, yes, I have been dead multiple times and brought back by this technology. I know it works. So.
1: Sounds like something almost out of the Avatar movie, um, very, very similar to the what was taking place there um have you seen avatar
2: i have seen avatar and um the native mars humans are very similar to the blue people navi i think they're called in their their spiritual views and the way they the way they treat their females with respect um both the Germans and the Americans on Mars have raped the native Mars human women to the point that if they see any of us in their area, they will pack up their entire village and move elsewhere. They want nothing to do with us.
1: Let me just jump in here for a moment if I could uh penny to remind listeners this is. Uh, show number 195 of Pi Radio Podcasts, Uh, our guest this week, the Friday night feature slot is none other than Waffen pilot Penny Bradley. And this is really something, you know, we don't cover these sort of stories all that often, but from time to time we most certainly do. And I tell you, there is a great interest out there because we have got uh, upwards of 16 people on YouTube right now and a handful of others over on D Live and uh, Facebook as well too. So thank you to everybody who is dropping by and joining us. WPRPN.com is the website you will want to take a look at. Drop by, sign up is free, and the email address where we can uh, receive PayPal donations or if you have any show ideas in mind, guests that you'd like to see us bring on board, simply pirate one com. That's the way to do it. Um, shout out to JPOM22, uh, Halidium Labs, we've already... Uh, Brought him into the conversation of course he's really quite active in the YouTube chat area um, you know and there's bound to be as you can imagine uh, and hopefully can appreciate uh, penny skeptics people who just think these sort of stories are complete malarkey of course at the same time there are people who um, resonate a little more with what you're presenting, of course, and maybe they've directly, personally experienced something similar, um, making them a little more sympathetic uh, and understanding, of course. Uh, and then a lot of folks just kind of on the fence, I suppose. But we're here to hear from Penny for the most part here over the course of what we have uh, s- scheduled and, and typically slot as it's a 90 minute time frame so we've got about another 30 35 maybe even 40 minutes or so left to go here hopefully um, Penny's health and uh, stamina will hold up of course she's been struggling with some issues over the past number of years but bottom line of course is it's a fascinating story and we really appreciate everyone who has joined us here via either Facebook, D Live or YouTube if you do have any <laughs> Reverend Jim talking about is being heavy shit. Hey, let's bring into the the conversation actually. You know, we haven't heard from him Pirate Larry. Uh and then we'll hear from you Reverend Jim before we we turn our sights back to back to Penny of course. Um Larry, are you familiar with uh, these kind of stories and uh, you know what what are your thoughts? I'm pretty-
3: uh, yes, happy I am, and uh, <clears throat> these are techniques that I guess you know are ancient techniques used to uh, psychologically, <laughs> I guess, fracture. It's <clears throat> it's mind fracturing, and uh, they split off these personalities, and uh, you know some of them become Sirhan Sirhan. Um, They're used for different purposes. And, uh, you know, I'm sure she's right. They must have shredded a ton of documents um, before the church hearings. So um, uh, it makes sense to me that uh, that, uh, our illustrious government was up to this nonsense.
1: Yeah, so um, it's just something which— I think there's a lot, really, for people to take in, people that aren't familiar with this whole area of uh, discourse, really. Uh, and unless it's like with anything else, UFOs, ghosts, and so forth, if you haven't experienced it directly, it makes it um, its challenging, difficult to get your head wrapped around. So hopefully Penny can appreciate and uh, understand Torture
3: where... the same way. Torture is the same way. People don't understand torture.
1: Well, the MK Ultra. Uh huh. Go ahead. What it does to people.
3: That's all.
1: Okay. Yeah. The as you say, the mind fracturing. Absolutely. And you know, MK Ultra. i mean, It's people talk conspiracy theorists. Well, MK Ultra is a conspiracy fact in a big way. The CIA has a lot to be accountable for. You know, they've got a lot to answer for and and they don't unfortunately, because there's the proper checks and balances just are not in place, and the politicians, unfortunately, many of them that are out there are compromised, most of them in fact, is what it seems through a whole multitude of various means unfortunately uh but that's what we're looking at. the media is completely useless. Uh, Complicit, Yeah, complicit, exactly. I mean, it all leads back to the CIA once again, Operation, or I think they call it Project Mockingbird. So uh, look that up, folks, if you're not familiar with it already.
3: Operation Paperclip was real.
1: Paperclip, sure,
3: yeah. They brought in the Germans, you know, so... Yeah, um, that's right. They brought in all the German scientists, so for Penny to have to learn German, you know, I can... That makes sense.
1: Yeah, it's quite. It's it's strange that she would not remember much, though. I, I would I would say, and I think others can, probably maybe on the same page. But we'll have her respond to that. She's already, I think, uh, addressed that here a few minutes earlier. But maybe she can, she can uh, revisit yeah, that. Go ahead.
3: The, you know.
1: Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, and she says 2013 is when things really started to um, unravel, she was given the opportunity to, to re-explore what she had uh, essentially gone through. Reverend Jim, Jim excuse me Thanks, Larry Jim. okay okay, Larry, yeah, if that's all you got to say that's, that's great so absolutely and uh, damn, you know, we should have uh, I'm not sure if he was supposed to be in the Howling Wolf or the Scurvy Dog maybe the Mossy Wench we didn't really uh, hear too much uh, the background uh, sc- scuttlebutt or uh, jibber-jabbing as it as it, the way things typically go, but that's fine. Moving right along now. Reverend Jim, uh, just an uh, update from you. I know you're chomping at the bit. They're eager to jump into the fray. We're trying to let, of course, Penny do most of the, the uh, conversing here unless I'm, I'm you know occasionally having to uh to intercede as it were but yeah jim any any just further thoughts or updates what's uh what do you see there you know via your vantage point i'm totally falling asleep here uh we got you up in the crow's nest of course so there we go unlike with pirate larry Uh, jim yeah i'm here let's 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 hear your thoughts just a quick brief update
0: Uh, well i'm uh I am pretty much a novice to this uh first time I heard a lot of these stories uh like most people I I rejected it as oh this is just you know some type of hogwash uh the more research I've done over the years yeah the more I question how much of this is real uh if it's all real holy mackerel and she brought up my biggest nightmare uh, one that I used to have as a child and that is giant spiders. Oh yeah. And I used to have a recurring nightmare where I was running, I don't know why I wasn't on the sidewalk. I'm running through the neighbor's yards having to jump over little picket fences and stuff trying to get away from these spiders. And there is like a wave of spiders coming after me, rolling over each other and above them is one giant spider trying to get ahead of them. To get me, and yeah, you know, when she when she said giant spiders, I just, uh, I, I shivered. Um, we've got a good size audience in my channel, and a good size audience over on YouTube. Uh, everyone's finding this to be fascinating.
1: Indeed, so, you know, we a lot of people have turned out to to hear uh, Penny. Uh, speak and to present her her story her uh, recollections as they transpired so we're gonna we're gonna turn the focus back to her in just a moment or two but Jim you were going to uh, just a, a final summarization or is, is that about it uh,
0: that's that's about it I'm gonna have to uh, I, well I, I followed her on uh, Facebook right excuse me on YouTube and so I'm going to go over uh, a bunch of her videos now that I know where her channel's at.
1: So All right. It, this is
0: a great program. Uh, Penny, is, it's, I'm glad you're here. Thank you.
1: Very good. So, uh, yeah, once again, show number 195. Only got five more uh, live streams, Friday night feature segments here that we need to launch and we'll be looking at episode number 200 so how time does fly this psychic driving business so i've really got to look into that a little more frankly and i just as I listeners probably heard i you know was thinking had, the thought had just came to my mind avatar because as i recall the the movie you know or or for that matter the matrix series where people i believe they're uh hooked up to uh Various forms of machinery, electronics, maybe find themselves immersed in a a tank of some exotic liquid alien fluid or what have you but uh, I guess I really need I need to watch more science fiction movies, I suppose to really get the gist of things uh, and it's almost to the point now where really science fiction has become. Science fact, and God only knows with these you know things like Operation Paperclip and the like. Who knows what else has really transpired that the world has never even heard about? With these black op um, procedures and and uh, agendas and and so forth, so so much of it seeming to go back to and tie into the world's various i mean we're all product of some ancient bloodline or another i'd imagine but uh anyways penny i think probably best we bring you back to uh join us here just to something we typically do at the top of the hour there is uh reach out and see how things are going with uh With Pirate Larry and and Reverend Jim, of course. Let's not forget, Reverend Jim is picking up. He's syndicating our stream here. So that's really great as he manages to, through DLive, reach so many people around the world. uh, Europe in particular, and Germany too, let's not forget. So there is that German angle. We have seven now, it looks like, over in our own uh, DLive Live. Channel, So maybe time to open up the treasure chest, I suppose, and um, see what we can share with our listeners. So let people know if there's anyone out there who has a a DLive account. Now might be a good time to drop by and see what you're able to uh, potentially qualify for. So I think that's about it, though, Penny. Thank you so much for your patience. Maybe give you a chance to clear your throat or... Just to grab a quick uh, drink from um, I think I heard well maybe you're not drinking anything right now water or what have you but uh, um, where would you like to pick up the conversation what loose ends do you think we have uh, have, have not really pursued here uh, other than I was just going to re- draw your attention to the fact that we are live streaming and using the slideshow actually to help showcase uh, the pictures that you sent our way for the most part. We went around and dug around a little bit to add more to that end of things via Facebook and whatnot. But uh, yeah. Thanks once again for your patience, Penny. Hopefully uh, you can manage to unmute yourself and join us here once again Um, and let's not forget you've got your own podcast that is being launched here you're right in the process of doing that I believe courtesy of the Global Enlightenment Radio Network, Uh, Daryl and Katie, is that not the case?
2: Yes I have a live radio show on Global Enlightenment Network radio well, I get it all mixed up yes i'm i have i'm live on odin and katie's network
1: gurn gurn hashtag global enlightenment radio network yeah
2: yes and i'm on 2 to 4 p.m pacific time on saturdays every week and my guest this week is a U.S. Army intelligence whistleblower who will be speaking about Project Pegasus, which is a program that involved that elevator shaft that went to Mars. It's the same program that Andy Bishago talks about. And so there are at least three of us who have dealt with it. And we'll be talking about that tomorrow. And I, I have been putting the video section of my radio show into a separate playlist on my own YouTube channel. Um, Penny Bradley, comma Pilot, and. Uh, You asked about why I had to speak German and why I don't now. It's because the altar that served with the Germans. I remembered her memories, but not her. So Penny doesn't speak German.
1: That That altar. It was removed. It was that
2: altar, Lieutenant Valkyren. Does. She doesn't speak English, so even though there's the two of us sitting in my head together, we don't speak the same language. So it's very hard to communicate.
1: What kind of? Uh, what kind of? You must have had food and and recreation.
2: Uh, we had on, food.
1: Yeah. What? What? what?
2: I w- I was completely military. They considered me too dangerous to be around civilians because. I could explode electronics and that frightened the Germans. it came into it was a very good thing to have as a military person because when we were attacked I could I could create um, force fields that would protect the people so it was a very useful skill to have but it frightened civilians. Um, Uh, I was talking about Misha Johnston's support group. And in that support group, I was getting upset with memories that I remembered. And people in that group started having their their circuit breakers flip on them. The only thing in their homes that still worked was the circuit that their computer was on that they were using to be in the group. And they had to replace hundreds of dollars worth of, of... Circuit breakers. So I stopped going to the group because I didn't want to do harm. Um, it's, this, is, this is something you have to learn how to live with again so that you don't accidentally hurt people. And to be honest, I never expected that anyone would believe me. I only went public because the CIA started shooting at me. You get shot at enough times. You have enough agents show up on your your social media, threatening you. You have enough you have enough uh, people show up at your door. You eventually get to where you think, well, maybe I'm going to take Bill Cooper's advice and hide in the spotlight, and that's what I've done. And I understand people are not going to believe me, but I'm still speaking the truth as I know it. And all of the people out there who have their own little egos involved, like that one person that you've already mentioned several times. Um, I blocked him on social media because he was threatening me. That's the honest to God truth. So he's continuing, continuing to hunt me down and make comments on my interviews. Because he's still, four years later, upset that I didn't do what he wanted me to do. That's it. So the people in this, in this community do have issues. None of us are normal, health, mentally healthy people. We all have mental health issues, every single one of us. And that's something that the public needs to know when you when they start listening to Corey Good to me to Randy Kramer to Bill Cooper to Michael Ralph to Jason Rice to Tony Rodriguez to Elena Kapolnik, to there are Hundreds of us now. When you start listening to us, you need to know there are six factions in space. Find out which one we served in before you before you take everything we say, because every one of us has a bias based on who we served with. Not everyone served with the Germans. Some served with the Americans. Some served with the Russians. Some have served in mercenary companies. The ones who served in the mercenary companies come back with this gung-ho, we're the best attitude, and they glorify all the blood, all the battle. They think it's wonderful. Those of us who served with the Germans, don't. Those who served with the Americans in Solar Warden, don't. That's the difference between super soldiers and SSP is whether or not they are gung-ho military. The super soldiers are gung-ho military. And they will get in your face, and if you are there physically, they will beat the crap out of you. And never think twice about it. So some of us are very dangerous. Super soldiers are well noted for They suddenly remember something, and their omega programming breaks loose, and then they will kill their family. And then they sit there and switch back to their normal altar, realize what what the hell they've done, and kill themselves. Which was the whole point of the omega programming was, if you remember, you kill yourself. This is what the CIA did to us. And I'm sick. All I ask is for Americans to contact Congress and ask Congress to investigate the CIA for human trafficking.
1: Uh, one of the that's co- all
2: I'm asking mm-hmm. of anybody.
1: Yeah. So contact
2: that's... Congress for a new church commission, only this time about the CIA's human trafficking.
1: Yeah, that's one of the questions I was going to ask you actually, Ab- was whether or not you were working on any uh, legal action to basically do exactly what you're doing here, draw the public's attention to your story and um, the, the You
2: have to remember names and faces. To be able to testify, right? And they made sure we can't do that.
1: Well, Langley, Virginia—that seems to be you've you've mentioned that location. And then the the business, uh, well, the, this jump gate, uh, that whole area is is something all all in it, all, all <laughs> something all unto itself. I suppose would be the right way of putting things, but. Uh, yeah, that's that's quite. Now, so are you working then? You are working with others, presumably, with respect to the human, because it does fall under the uh, the uh, umbrella of human trafficking. Clearly, I mean, were you being kidnapped at the age of four and put?
2: Yeah, it's human trafficking. Yeah, it's human trafficking, and I was used as a sex slave while I was still a, a very small child that was part of of the process from the age of four to nine and it is part of the process for every one of us including that person that you've mentioned already so many times that had that happened to that macho person too
1: that the character that who you blocked on 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 facebook i guess it sounds like you don't really want to talk about although i like i said had never heard of him and uh It looks like Halidium Labs, very snarky unfortunately is the way that uh, the... That's
2: the way our entire interaction went during the time frame that I was speaking to him and he finally threatened my safety and I blocked him.
0: Yeah. And over on YouTube one of the mods removed him because he was just not being social.
1: He went... went, (laughs) I don't know if that was the right move to make necessarily but yeah, he's uh, well, not, not in a very good if mood tonight. you can't be at
0: least social about things, you know, we can agree to disagree. But yeah. But if you're just going to be an ass about it,
1: leave. There's yeah. No-
2: we yeah. had met uh, a, in a group on Facebook, and his his uh, girlfriend, because they weren't married, he was still married to someone else. His girlfriend befriended me when I was first remembering and within six months, the two of them had turned on me and the attitude that he gave in in the YouTube is the attitude that, that they both developed and the only solution was to break contact because I have no intention of being hostile with other victims of these agencies.
1: This is Jerry That's- that you're uh, referring to, correct?
2: Yes, Jerry. okay.
1: Yeah, cuz um, right.
2: I have no reason to be hostile with other victims.
1: No, that, that would be the last thing you would hope that uh you think you, you would be able to work together, form a support group, of course, uh and uh that that would make the most sense, but as you said, according to what you're you've laid out is that based on the programming Uh, that each of you were given that the CIA does not want you to do that in the least uh, strength in numbers sort of approach. So they would prefer everybody fight with each other, of course. A lot of infighting is always great. They love that sort of thing.
2: I do have a support group on Facebook. It's Secret, and we... Secret Solar System Civilization, but you can't find it in a search. And we have approximately 300 members and it's a very tight-knit group that has been together for four years and we get along well together and we're there for each other and have each other's backs, which is the way it should be when you're trying to recover from something like this. And we're very careful that when people start showing the violence, they're asked to control it. And if they can't, then they're shown the door.
1: Jigs is uh, commenting here via YouTube that people are obsessive online, just as bad as warfare. We call them spurgs, ma'am. Block the roaches as they come. So there we go. On the That's, fence, go ahead. Much.
2: That's pretty much the attitude that, that my team has been taking in, in our group. I was an admin in another group and had someone decide to, to be jealous because I was more popular in interviews than he was. And I ended up having to leave his group just to keep the peace and yeah i do leave rather than than make a big fight because we're already all victims there's no reason to make it a big fight
1: indeed and you know you're so right about all of us being mentally diseased, as it were just look at the word folks di- dis that's why meditation is so important as i often it like is. to say yes reverend jim
0: This uh, topic also goes in hand with uh, the targeted individuals.
1: Sure does. Um, Maybe
0: you remember the the, the show we had a little while ago. That's
1: right. A few
0: months back.
2: Yes. A, A lot of our people are targeted individuals, especially once they go public. And I've been shot with energy weapons 10 times. I've had agents harass me online. I had one yesterday. Try to get me to to friend someone who had tried to kill me before, and I I told him what. what? Uh,
0: When when you're shot with an energy weapon, does it feel like your skin's burning? Even if you're in a building, does does it?
2: Yes. When I got hit, it felt like I was hit with a log, except there were no marks, and it burnt inside for six weeks. It's painful as hell.
0: Okay, because I I think I know somebody. That's that's what they described,
1: and there's I had that happen
2: ten years. I mean, ten times in four years, I've had that, and it's it's painful. It's annoying, and it's something I never want to have happen again. But if I stop talking, they win. So absolutely you know, no surrender from from my point of view this is a survival issue for those of us who have been through this and the rest of the world will never understand it because they've never experienced it but i'm not reaching to them i'm reaching to the to the person who's sitting there knowing that they went through the same thing and they can't talk because their spouse thinks they're crazy, their parents have threatened to put them in a mental institution, their children say they're crazy. I'm telling you, you're not crazy, this is real.
1: It uh, reminds me of the old saying, I'm paraphrasing now, but uh, how that for those who believe no proof is necessary, well, those who who doubt, uh, no proof will suffice. So,
2: well, let them get hit with an energy weapon just once, and they'll sub- they'll change their mind.
1: Yeah, that's one of the reasons I'm kind of uh, on edge, a little concerned, to say the least, about this whole 5G Wi-Fi business, and that uh, something that a lot more people should think about. Unfortunately the reaction based on what we've seen throughout the course of this whole COVID-1984 or hashtag, if you will, Fauci virus, um, what would you want to call it? This uh, apoco- apocalypse, uh, co- corona apocalypse. that... It's, I, it's
2: I, a new world order. Well, challenge. sure.
1: Uh, yeah, indeed it is. Uh, and takeover. Uh, so uh, I'm... Re- the That's people,
2: what it is power grab.
1: Oh, sure. And the people, people, the general, the masses out there, just the number. There are people who are skeptical, who doubt, who say, wait a minute, this is a bunch of nonsense. But this, the, very disappointed with the, the sheeple, as it were, and uh, the people just endlessly obsessed with masks. When even myself, the first couple weeks up to a month or so maybe a little more i was quite concerned uh you know thinking that gee what do we got here the bubonic plague you know 2.0 or what's the deal exactly but based on what we've seen up to this point i'm just not buying it just not buying it go ahead
2: they they did paint it that way
1: who's who's who who the uh, new new new, uh, nwo fauci and, and uh, gates and, and and company incorporated
2: yeah the, the who and um the others in that vaccination happy crowd yeah they they painted the
0: NIH, it the cdc all them
1: all the vested interests world
0: health organization sure
2: all the people yeah. with their hands in the pockets and will make money off of a vaccine, and Indeed. they really don't care what it does to the rest of us. Oh, That's and, right. And all of them are doing a major power grab, and it's, it's up to us, the population, to put a stop to it, and I'm not seeing that happen. I'm seeing people complaining about the masks, and I'm seeing people pushing the mask, and I'm not seeing it, very many saying, "Wait a minute, this is a power grab beyond what the Patriot Act was."
1: Uh, the unpatriot Act is is how I prefer to well, uh, look at things, and <laughs> I understand what you're well, saying, though. I, sure,
2: it, it's the proper title of it. Uh, so, well, uh, mm. under the law. So we, we have it, a, n- a new title. It was a massive, massive, massive unconstitutional power grab. Yeah,
1: yeah.
2: And yeah. the people have just rolled over and let it happen, just like they're rolling over and letting this happen.
1: Indeed. You know, we've only got a few minutes left here, so uh, we've got me and my zoo over on D Live asking what is a link to get in touch with her. Uh, we've got that information, available to you me and my zoo over on youtube just click on the show description link and you'll be able to find all the urls and everything else down below of course as always i know you're over on d live so maybe we'll have to copy and paste that uh the main show link that we have here for you But yeah, Penny, I mean, geez, have you considered writing a book?
2: I have one in progress. I I started writing and had a couple of questions come up that I needed the answers for myself, so I took time out to research them. So I have about 30 pages of what I consider a 200-page book written, and it's in eighth grade english but with scholarly footnotes so it should be a a split personality thing going on here which makes sense since i have split personality so
1: sounds like a lot of fun yeah, well, you don't you don't sound too what, sch- schizophrenic of course but
2: i'm okay Disassociative identity disorder is not the same thing as classical schizophrenia. Mm-hmm. And especially when it's induced, done to the person on purpose. And those of us who have survived this, it was done to us on purpose.
1: That's did. Disassociative identity disorder?
2: Identity disorder. How
1: about That's that? That's what
2: it's called in, in the psychiatric handbook.
1: Have you been uh treated or admitted at any point over the course of your life or is that something you'd rather not divulge?
2: Um my doctor thought I had anxiety issues and had me on something to calm me for a long time. It made it really easy to work at Walmart. Um I've been off it since 2012. Um So I am what I am, and when I shift altars, it's apparently pretty obvious to everybody around me. Um, I have, from my perspective, I have missing time. And um, I have used Native American shamanic soul fragment retrieval to reintegrate the 31 altars that I've reintegrated.
1: You're part Cherokee, is that not the case?
2: I am part Cherokee and my partner is Iroquois. And he is a shaman and we have been, we have been working together to, because in the course of of a deep trance, it's real easy for you to be fooled about something that's coming up to become part of you but when you have a shaman with you in the trance that shaman can identify what's you and what isn't and so he's he comes with me when I do this and um, I've successfully reintegrated 31 of them out of 2200 so I still have a very long way to go
1: we've got me and but yeah
2: i do, i i do have this practice and it is the doctor that i have now is not even attempting to put me on meds because he says you're treating the situation and it's working so don't if it ain't broke don't fix it
1: there you go pretty much the way we we uh look at our live streaming operation here after having worked so hard to get things to the point where we are now, almost the 1,000 level subscriber mark. Uh, Only 25 more to go, pardon me?
2: Congrats.
1: Oh, I wouldn't wouldn't offer congratulations yet. I'm just waiting for us to, to reach that threshold and then have YouTube switch around the goalposts again. You know, just kind of. Uh, we maybe five thousand. Maybe we can start to make those super chats available at five thousand. Oh, it's I been a lot of work. Mo-
2: I cannot monetize mine because I have this wonderful theme song that was written for me by Pyramids on Mars, Kevin and
1: Kevin Estrella.
2: Yes, we've had Kevin him on the show. Estrella, sure, it was great. Kevin Estrella wrote the song Nachtwaffen for me, and it's on his last album, Edge of the B- Edge of the Black. And he has said in multiple interviews that he wrote it for me. and I have his written permission to use it as my theme song. and I have been and will continue to, but. YouTube won't monetize with it on. So.
1: Wait a minute. Uh, if, you, if you use they, that theme song, they they're going to shut you down?
2: They won't let me monetize because they won't mon. They say that they can't get advertising on a video that has a heavy metal intro.
1: Oh, God. That sounds like discrimination to me. I don't know what what, you think. I'm not
2: worried about it. I'm not in this for money. I'm in this to to stop the kidnapping.
1: Well, there's no doubt that's been taking place for quite some time now. And, of course, it's the last thing that the powers that be, those out there, organized crime, um, and people who have been actively engaged in this sort of systemic activity they would not want it to come to the surface have it revealed and it's one of the reasons why during the course of this great awakening if you want to look at things in that context the apocalypse as uh a lot of people call it which Mm -hmm. I'm, i'm okay with because all that really means is just uh it's just more light it's a revelation greater understanding being brought to the world and we have technology to thank for that I do believe along with archaeology things like the internet but also archaeology ground penetrating radar which is uncovering so much around the world that has been hidden uh, and occulted We
2: we have been lied to about who we are and what our history is for hundreds, if not thousands of years. The and DNA
1: manipulation, how about that, almost, you know? so almost, mm-hmm.
2: almost everything we have been told is a lie.
1: I can believe that, sure. So, uh, go ahead.
2: Um, the DNA manipulation is really obvious. My microbiology training, if you t- look at the human DNA, from a nucleus and you spread it out and they have them designated in order. If you look at human chromosome number two, it is obviously two other chromosomes put together and not in a real professional manner. And the intention of that was to change us from a 48 chromosome being like other hominids on this planet to a 46 chromosome being so that we would be compatible with what? All of our history says Anunnaki.
1: Well, this sounds like something that uh, if you're going to join us, we can get into during the course of the after show. Before we turn our sights to doing that, though, me and my zoo just wants to... Thank us very much, and I think thank you as well too, Penny, saying that she feels her power. That's that's you, of course. Feels your power, uh, and she doesn't, I'm assuming this is a she, it might, who knows, but that they don't feel alone anymore. So it sounds like it's, it could be someone who you might be getting in contact, uh, in touch with you here before too long. They did want your contact information and the like. So, good luck with that. And I'm glad that we could help facilitate this uh, in making this connection. Um, it's it's been a it's been a great ride, most definitely. Uh, and it, it would be wonderful to have you back at some point. I'm so glad that you reached out to us. Of course, courtesy of Daryl, uh, yes. one of the heads of the Global Enlightenment Radio Network. Hashtag GERN. And and because we had this recent, as I said, at the start of the show cancellation, that Penny was there. She sent us her bio information and so on and so forth. And just everything seemed in place, ready to make this show happen. And we've done it, essentially, along with not only her help, but also you out there in the listening audience. So... That really means a lot to us. Um, Just any closing words, uh, comments, thoughts, Penny? I know there's so much to cover here, of course. Um, How would you like to uh, uh, take this one home?
2: Be good to each other. You don't know what someone has actually experienced, and they may not either.
1: That's a great point. So, there we go. Uh, Let's not forget as well, too, that once again, if you are wanting to get in touch with Penny, you can do so via the contact information we have available down in the YouTube show description area. Uh, Our main website, once again, WPRPN.com, and email, of course, to let's not forget... If you have any PayPal donations you'd like to help cover our operating expenses with, it really helps to go a long way. We are working to the point where we're able to do that and you know, not just be endlessly here ourselves running out of pocket. That's how we've been doing it here the past number of years. Um, hashtag WWRHD. What would Robinhood do? Along with the fact that yeah we've been giving back half of everything that we do bring in, back to, back to you the public people out there at the grassroots small token gestures really but, on every occasion. Mm, challenging others to either meet or beat, the. the the small the gestures, uh, the token, whatever degree or level it is maybe fifty or hundred dollars in support of. Either the likes of UFO political prisoner John Ford, James Hydrick, Richard Whipple, of course over there in Poland, Uh you know we can't. It's it's hard to. <laughs> there's just there's there's a lot of people that we're working on making contact with and that we're happy to support and to promote. That's what it's all about. Wprpn.com, the People's Pirate Network. Now we're gonna. I guess reach out and connect with. Well, I suppose Reverend Jim would could be the the first. I, I Jim, you're making your way on down from the crow's nest. I think you would agree it's it's been a great show, great uh, conversation here. With so much more left to discuss, and that's one of the reasons that Penny's going to be having her own podcast in place here quite shortly via the global enlightenment radio network uh just any any thoughts jim before we duck on out of here and then take the conversation well, to the that's... premium end of things of the after show i
0: think that's the sign of a good show is it uh brings up more solid questions than it answers you know answers a few and uh brings up more and This certainly did. I'll be, uh, like I said, I'm going over to her YouTube channel and uh, going over some of the videos and things she has already in place. So, great show. Thank you again, Penny. And uh, everyone have a great weekend. Stay safe. No fear. No mask. I'm out.
1: Indeed. No fear. No mask. That's right. It's utterly ridiculous. You know, the the small city where we are based out of here in south korea around hashtag
0: bouchy ca- virus
1: yeah, exactly yeah we've been doing that a lot as of late just waiting to see when we're going to get cut off by the way i should check the uh obs well it looks like we're still streaming unlike last time where when we brought that up immediately we we saw the the show end. the obs wanted to crash for some reason so uh that was quite something uh but anyways it looked like we've rectified things and uh, worked that out of the system i guess we can uh, now before we finally call it a night here we'll we'll talk to pirate larry uh now he was dead man's bluff i don't think that's the place where that's not where he was no Jeffy, i'm down at the mossy wench the mossy a
3: couple of
1: there we go there we go yeah we can we can hear a bit of uh chatter and 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 uh clatter in the background there so yeah how are I things set the looking
3: table for you lad
1: the mossy wench I guess so that's where we'll be headed. How about that? well looking forward to it thoughts on the show
3: it was a great show, jaffe and uh, these are very serious issues uh trafficking is a very important uh, plague of our time and uh I'm so glad that uh you know Penny was here to uh to you know, give us some insight into the fact that our own government is involved in this, in this horrible, horrible crime.
1: Indeed, yeah. So, just looking around here with uh, my eyes over on Facebook, just one last glance here to see if there's any comments that popped up. We did get a great number of people of course turning out too many people to mention unfortunately if you do leave a comment that always helps jason leblanc zane ivy a great question coming to us via zane what's the overlap uh between nation states and secret space programs or breakaway civilizations well i guess we'll we'll cover that in the after show zane so if you're uh if you're on Skype, that's the way that you can get in touch with us. Our main contact email that you have to look for is simply pirate one at gmail.com pirate one at gmail.com and you can connect with us on Skype. We'll bring you into the Rogues Gallery After Show, the premium content and to this week's live-streaming production, although it won't be live-streaming in itself. It'll simply be archived and offline, available to our Patreon supporters as well as participants too. So, Margaret Stocksdale, hello, who's on? Check out the show description that we have available there, Margaret. Uh, that's coming to us courtesy of uh Facebook. So, well, thank you once again to everybody who did take part in this week's live stream. It's been a great ride. We'll see what we can do to get penny back hopefully at, at some future point. Glad that she did reach out to us of course. And uh we'll be back this Tuesday night with the news as usual. Next Friday I'm not sure if we've got that clearly worked out yet to this point, although we might as a matter of fact. Let's just, no, that's still up in the air. We're still juggling the schedule around. We have a few different options. Um, We'll let you know as as soon as we can here, of course. So thank you once again to everybody who did drop into this week's live stream. Comments were great. Uh, even the snarkiness was a was a bit of fun, too. In in seeing that come uh, come at us, come our way, and have a chance to see some people's true colors, you know. Halidium Labs uh, had someone who uh, I've been in contact with and, and known via fake book in particular for some time, but it's unfortunate that. Uh, As so often is the case, you see people for who they really are in in some ways. It's just the shadow coming out more than anything outside of their personality. So in the meantime, though, as we often like to say here, as we wrap things up until we meet again out on the high digital seas. On behalf of Captain Long John Sinclair and all the rest of the crew aboard the robin hood including the likes of reverend jim and pirate larry i'm your host as always the show's chief communications officer jaffe Ryder. watch out for that mk ultra psychic driving stuff kids stay awake tally I know. There we be. Having carefully looked over each of our navigation panel instruments, checking every level, switch, dial, cable, knob, and pulley, by all accounts and indications, we indeed see its time once again to drop anchor inside Mystic Bay. Draw an end to yet another week of World Pirate Radio Live. Remember... If you're looking for a little more animated online action, keep in mind we've likely got yet another great free-flowing Rogues Gallery After Show coming up for the next hour in one of our more premium, exclusive, and remote digital underground online pirate hideaways. Also, if you yourself have a new, novel, intriguing, or otherwise underreported idea, unique individual, or pressing item in mind, be sure to either drop us a line directly over on WPRPN.com or fire us a quick email via One radio at ProtonMail.com. We're always open to exploring fresh creative suggestions, intriguing guest ideas cutting-edge discussion topics, and captivating themes. Remember, WPRPN.com member sites, subdomain links are also always available. Great for artists, musicians, podcasters, bloggers, social media personalities, or pretty much just any old land lover looking to boost their online visibility, presence, and reach basic personal profile accounts can be launched for just $60 per year. Staking your claim now helps not only strengthen you and the network, we're also looking out for the little guy. That's right, folks. As much as half of all WPRPN's profits are redirected right back into the hands of the people who really need it most. Community charity. After all, we are the Robin Hood. You can further embark on your own personal pirate journey by either liking, sharing, commenting on, subscribing to, or just following us via virtually any mainstream social media platform, including Twitter, Facebook, Gab, or Minds.com. So don't forget to become engaged until we meet again out on the high digital seas. I'm your host as always, the ship's chief communications officer, Jaffe Ryder. tally